You're listening to an N Stars podcast production. How's it going, folks? This is Adam Mock from Made You Watch a Podcast, and I would just like to let you know what's going on this week. It has been a crazy time at the N Stars offices, and we've changed a lot of things we're doing. We've become content creators rather than writers. And we have a new show called Please Help. In real life, we were given an ultimatum by our bosses where we had to get 5,000 subscribers to our YouTube channel in one month, which is a foolhardy task, but we're giving it a go. We decided to make a web series about it. In that time, it has been very difficult to record episodes because Melanie and I and Kali Polstina and Jessica Chen, who are also part of the NSTARS network, have been busting our humps trying to get this eight-episode web series up to kind of spoof the situation we're going through in real life. It's very meta, very weird, very funny, and I think you guys will all like it, but with that, we haven't had a lot of time to record the podcast Made You Watch, a podcast. We had some B-roll that Mel and I were kicking around the studio and just recording when we were bored and decided to just kind of slap together a little bit of a montage for you for you folks so that you have something to listen to this week and that we don't leave you hanging. But we will be back soon with some more stuff, uh, some more movies on the horizon. We have an abundance of ideas of movies that are going to come up, and we really hope you guys are going to stick around for it. Um, we love doing the show and we really love our fans. So let us just, uh, take this as a rebuilding week. But until then, I hope you enjoy this. Please go to our YouTube channel, like, subscribe, notify. It's the NSTARS, um, YouTube channel. We have, like I said, that really funny show, Please Help, where we are spoofing our depressingly sad lives in a comedic fashion, and we also have some new stuff up. I'm doing short reviews of movies that you should be watching. They're called Quick Recommends. And I'm also um, doing video reviews again, and we have Carly doing her unsolicited advice. We're going to see about getting Mel uh, a segment, hopefully some musical stuff, because she knows her she knows her tunes, folks, and uh, it, it's going to be great to hear from her, Jess, She's going to be doing some some um, movie reviews as well. So until then, Made You Watch listeners, I hope you enjoy these organized chaos ramblings of Melanie and I. And we hope to see you soon with some new episodes, okay? So until then, uh, we love you. We love that you're sticking around, and we can't wait to see what we have in store for you in the future. So until then, I've been Adam Mock for N Stars and Made You Watch a Podcast. And we're so glad you're sticking with us. Talk to you later. David produced something. Well, there we go. Now we're recording. We can use it for <coughs> socials. I can post it over our photos i don't know i'll make something <laughs> you know what we could do hmm is 
Excuse me. I have lost the thread. It figures that as soon as we would turn the mic back, mic back on, I would completely lose the thread. Yeah, because we were like having some weird conversation. Oh, what we Cyrus. could do is we could save. We're gonna. We're probably gonna have like five different conversations, so we could just save the sound bites and use them. On, I really want to get our Instagram channel going. Um, we could also treat this like vocal notes, honestly. What's that? Like you know, I occasionally I'll just like record a vocal oh, voice gotcha, memo. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Not like vocal notes. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit you through a, I'm not gonna sit you through a vocal techniques class. Oh my god, you want to hear about the stupidest class I ever had in college? That was actually a really great class. Yeah. So it was called vocal techniques. Um, it was really just like yoga and yelling. Not yelling. We never yelled. Um, so it felt stupid the entire time I was in it, but it was actually a very useful course. It was meant to teach us how to use our voices as like theater majors and performers without damaging them. Um, it felt a little redundant for me because I was already in, um, like voice lessons and I very much like wished that they could just opt me out on it on the grounds that I was in voice lessons, but there was no, our music department and our theater departments were never really good at communicating with each other. At Seton Hall, I would say it was one of our biggest weaknesses, hmm. um, which is, I just heard that they're quite reducing the music department, so maybe they'll learn to get along better because they have to. Um, not that I like, take any joy out of that, it's very sad, but like, hey, desperate times. Anyway, we'll see what happens. That's not the point. Um, what was I saying, Adam? I don't know. Don't do a pothole. <laughs> so what do you think about Ellen Page being the Flash? Or uh, Elliot, sorry. Oh, I'm still oh, doing that. I legit. It's because you're thinking of you're thinking of the old roles. You've literally just got Because I've seen her in more old You've got to watch. You, what, will, what will officially clean you of this? Not clean you. That's the wrong word. But stop you of this? Watch Umbrella Academy season three. He is, when you see him perform... Yeah. As, like, his true self as a guy, all of his other, like, weird affectations that I think you were talking about earlier that you might have had a problem with, they all, like, just kind of melt away. Yeah. He looks so much more natural and so much more himself. There are so many more, like, genuine moments where you yeah. can... It's so good. Watch it. It's by also act, just so good. By affectation, she means... When I used to watch her him as... Um, before he Ellen, transitioned. Before he transitioned... She always looked uncomfortable, mm -hmm. and like, and and it's funny. It sounds like you're uncomfortable in your own body. She literally was. She, yeah, that's know? what he said in interviews since. And I, too. I've, I would watch her. I was just like, she's not engaging to me. She doesn't feel like she feels like she's phoning it in a lot of Which the time. Which is why it was perfect for Vanya because Vanya yeah. as a character is supposed oh, to she's feel supposed to be introverted, like no disengaged yeah. and and disconnected. And then in season two, and that was the one show. That brought me back to, to mm -hmm. her. I was like, oh man, that's good. So now I'm like, oh, I was I was just starting to like you, and now I gotta like somebody else, kind but of. But it's it's not somebody else. That's I know it's you... not, but you know what I mean. It's yeah. like I have to get used to that, like th this curveball you're throwing me, and it's just like, okay, it's like it's like learning a new phone number. Yeah, you gotta keep you gotta do it enough times until you until you remember it. I, I, that's an old term. You haven't ever remember a phone number no, your whole life. No, come on. I, I still remember when I was little. I still remember one of my friends, Sarah's. I still yeah. remember what her home phone number was. I had it memorized. But it always, it, it's kind of how I try to explain to people who get mad about the he, her, she. You know, they're like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't know. Do I call them they? It, it's, I put, I forget how I put it the other day to somebody. It's like learning a new word. Yeah. And you're not quite sure how to use it yet. You're not sure how to work it into a conversation. And 
it takes some time. It takes some time to remember yeah. this new thing that's been added to something that I'm very, very used to. Yeah. And I honestly... And literally, all it comes down to is practice. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the straights out there who constantly complain about this shit, I used to be one of them. Because I, I didn't understand it. Yeah. And it used to annoy. I'm like, oh, come on. Do I have to do this every time? And the more I did stories about, you know, uh, Elliot and um, even, unfortunately, Miller... Because I've, I've had to write about it, who started us on this whole journey because about the whole Flash thing. But I learned how kind of the, how it all works. Like, it, it got decoded for me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it makes total sense. Fuck. Like, I just didn't know how it made sense. I knew it did make sense and there was nothing wrong with it. I just didn't know how to rationalize it and put it together and go, oh, okay, so this means this and this. And once I got it, I'm like... Yeah, this isn't that hard, but I still, every once in a while, it slips because I just learned your name, your mm-hmm. new your new name. I've known your name as this. Now you want to be called this. Just if it's that simple. Like if you want to be called Georgina tomorrow, I would I would go, Mel, I mean Georgina. God yeah, damn it. So that's kind of the long story of I getting have a to friend, I, I won't say their name on air because I haven't asked. Hope that didn't sound too But I have a friend, no, I have a friend um, who transitioned um, and started using they, them pronouns when we were in college. And at first it was like, hey, like you can use, you know, either set of pronouns. I'm cool with that. And eventually they were like, I would rather just they, them. Like people are just defaulting to the other pronoun yeah. and that's not who I am. I'm non-binary. I don't have a, like my gender is different and i really actually now that i understand more about gender like science i would love to talk to them more about like it's it's very interesting when you get into it um because truly gender is and i was talking about this this morning you should just do a show like lgbtq for dummies huh and and, that's not a bad idea you just have people come on tell their stories kind of if they if people have questions like, you can answer them. Yeah. And, you know, because that's, I feel because like Because that's, that's kind of what you do for me at work all the time. You're like, no, what... that's not how that works. You have to do with this. I'm like, oh, and okay. I didn't into... know that. I didn't even, I'd never heard of this before. We're back into, like, what I was talking about before, which is that, like, a lot of the time, what, what these conversations, they get so tense and they get so angry just because so many people have been hurt yeah. in both directions. More so, like, obviously the LGBTQ people have been hurt, but a lot of people... A lot of people who get angry and confused about concepts like these are what people don't understand is they're not necessarily, and I'm not defending them. I'm just saying I've come to a place where I understand what's going on in their head. They're not necessarily angry at you. They're angry at because everything that they knew is changing and legitimately learning new things and new ways to think can be very, very hard for some people. Like it's just difficult for them to wrap their brains around. And so they're going to ask a lot of questions that seem ignorant. And I wish that there were more safe places for them to ask those questions where it was okay to be ignorant, where somebody wasn't immediately going to jump down their throat because they had been hurt by somebody assuming those things in the past. Because there's a space to yell at somebody for being ignorant when they're just doing it blatantly and brazenly and like they clearly don't care who they hurt. But then there's a space for for also for gently educating people so that they don't become turned off by the whole concept of trying to learn because legitimately being yelled at for not understanding something 
even if it's something that's like hurtful to somebody else that you can't understand is going to discourage you from learning further. It's yeah. it's a basic human concept and it may seem childish, but at our core, aren't we all children? Aren't you yelling at them for not understanding because you yourself are hurt by not being understood? Okay. It's hard, but the only way to kind of is to have the conversations and to let it be awkward yeah. just so you can like under, understand and it's okay to be patient. Yeah, it's it's all and it's also in the way you ask it. I mean, if you're just yeah, if, that's if, a, if that's a just, really big thing. If you're just being a dick about it, and you and you ask like, oh, is she like, what are you like, chicks or something? You know, you're just being a prick. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to come up with the softest like yeah. fake way to do that, and you're just like, yes, shut the fuck up. Or if you're just like, oh, I didn't realize that about you. Like, when did this happen? Or yeah, like, it's... I I didn't realize. You can't be offended by someone's surprise, you know, and you also can't be offended if they, you can tell when someone's being a dick and someone's not. When someone's like... Most people can't. Some people, some people legitimately can't. Some people have been hurt so badly and so many times that they legitimately can't. And that's also worth saying. Oh, no, trust me. I get it. This is, you have to realize, I mean, as old as this, as being homosexual has been around. There have been people who have been afraid of it. Pretty much for fucking ever. We're at like the – we're getting back to the height of hate again in a weird way. And at the same time, Because it's, a, it's, a beast it's, always screams the loudest yeah. before it dies. And I think a piece of homophobia is very much dying as we oh, speak. Yeah. And I don't – but, you know, it looks like there's so many more people who are ignorant. But I actually think it's the opposite. It's because more people are learning. And it's, and it's also because we only report about the shitty people. We never report about the good side. Yeah. You know, and that's why we think that – so many of these assholes exist when it's just, no, this is a fucking neighborhood that has like 12 people in it. I have you know been pleasantly I mean? surprised so many times on so many different issues. When, when Caitlyn Jenner was first coming out, my own family, my own like grandparents, I have a great aunt who's like a nun, like an actual Catholic nun. Oh, wow. Like she just, she had her 50th, she had her Jubilee, her silver Jubilee or something, golden Jubilee, I don't know what 50 is, when I was in college or something. Um, shout out to Aunt Mary. Uh, but uh, she, when... Caitlyn Jenner was all coming out. I was sitting around the table with my family and I had been used to like the kind of religious conversations about around being gay and I kind of thought I knew where it was going and I was like, oh no, I'm just going to have to sit there here with all of my like uh, knowledge in the back of my head and be quiet. And they were like, I think that it's very brave of her. And my grandmother was like, yes, me too. And I, I believe, and I turned around, I was like, holy shit, you guys. Like I didn't say that because I cannot say that in the presence of the weirs. I mean, I can, but grandmother would be very upset um I, w- I would try not to do that to her um but I looked around and I was like um what what I mean I'm pleasantly surprised but this is not wow that's funny and you know people will surprise you when I came out as bi to my parents um the first time I had to do it twice because we were drinking do over and they forgot <laughs> Oh, wow. Drank to forget, huh? <laughs> it was really funny. I don't think they meant to. I just literally think that was a night. My, my father made me far too many mojitos and didn't realize that I hadn't been eating enough. And so I ended up like getting oh, very, very, that was actually one of the drunkest. I was 20. It's that I shouldn't say that. No, you're allowed to drink with your parents when you're 20. I think when you're over 18, it's okay if your parents give you alcohol. You're in Mexico. I, sure. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so I was drinking with my, and my dad didn't realize how much he was giving me. So I was like very, very sick that whole night. And my mom was like, what did you do to her? <laughs> That, it, that was up until a certain point. I did do more than that after college, but up until a certain point, that was the drunkest I had ever been. And I was like, it was dad. <laughs> it was great. mojitos. Um, but anyway, um, I the first time I came out to them, 
I, my mom was the one who was confused and didn't understand. And I was like, I don't know. I just, I, I, cause what, how it came up was I was explaining the Kinsey scale and the Kinsey scale is actually a very, it's, it's not a completely, uh, it's not a great way to explain, uh, bisexual attraction because it's not always like a 60, 40 split or whatever. Like it yep. can be like it, it, people feel attraction in a bunch of different ways, but the basic principle of it is like, Hey, if you, you can be middle of the road and equally attracted to men and women, you can be a little bit more attracted to wet men. You can be a little bit more attracted to women. Or if you're a zero or a six, you're completely homo or completely heterosexual, but Hey, Everybody recognizes there's a lot of middle ground. Yeah. And I had to explain this as a new concept to them. And then they were like, oh, well, where would you say you fall? And I was like, I walked into this. I certainly did. And then I was like, I would, at the time, I said I was, I don't know, like a 1.5 or a 2. I now recognize that I'm more of a 2 or a 3. That was just conditioning and being 19 or 20. Um <laughs> But at the time, so my parents were like, oh, so you're, do you consider yourself straight? And I was like, um, nope, I consider myself bisexual. <laughs> and they were like, oh, and what my dad said was what surprised me, which was, I get it. And I was like, oh, okay. I think what he was really saying was like, girls are cute. How could you not? Which frankly, I agree with. But <coughs> you made me joke. I, it was, it was weird. It was just people will surprise you if you come out of your shell and give them a chance to, yeah. it's just harder for some people to do than others. And I think yeah. also to tie up this point, cause this is also something I've been meaning to say a lot of times, um, what, it, what bothers trans people about these conversations is when you'll make a mistake and then correct yourself and over apologize. Cause it'll derail the conversation. And that just becomes like such a regular part of their life. Oh, I do it all the time. Exactly. And like, you don't need and to. It's, well, it's mostly because honestly, like I'll just go on a rant about something and I'm always afraid that I say the wrong thing. And I, that's that's what, just, and that's the OCD in me. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like I, I always worry, like even right now, I'm going to go back and, and look, edit this and I'm going to be pouring over it going, do I sound like a lunatic? Do I sound, do I sound homophobic? And, and I don't feel that way at all. It's, it's just hard because it's like that, that fear. That's I got that been, white guilt. You know? Exactly. That fear <laughs> that's been instilled in people is almost like kind of stopping them from having the honest conversations because you're so worried about yourself. And then what it does is it's actually still in these conversations centering like, you know, the white cis guys who are the people the conversation is always is about. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be about them. It doesn't even need to be about them making mistakes. They don't need that spotlight. It's embarrassing. And so actually what a lot of the like trans and especially non-binary people, because they're the ones who people have the most trouble with their pronouns, um, what they're what they have said to me most often is that if you make a mistake, they would prefer in the conversation if you just like gently correct yourself, like they, sorry, and just move on. As opposed to like, you don't have to like make a really long apology about it. They know you're sorry if you correct yourself and move on. And it's, it's actually, I found once my friend said that to me, that it was actually easier for me to learn because it was just, it was like when you're like learning how to spell. Like when yeah. I was growing up and I was learning how to spell, my mom would just have, have me repeat the word every time I made mistake until Practice. I got it right. And that's, it's the same thing. It's just self-editing. I mean, it's the moral of the story of today is practice. Yeah. Just learn something good and practice it. And it'll just become a thing you do all the time. Yeah. It's like anything else. And I, it's just, I think every day we just wake up and everything is just a fucking bummer. Yeah. And you just gotta, you know, 
try to find that fucking happy part. And learning, that's all you can do. My music teachers, when I was learning clarinet, always used to say to me, look, practice doesn't make perfect, but practice does make permanent. There you go. So make sure you practice the way you want to play. Wise words. Indeed. Thanks, Mr. Morris. Thanks, Mr. Morris. He had chickens, and when he proposed to his wife, he didn't do it with a ring. He did it with a shop vac. He was one of the most interesting teachers I ever had. Sounds kinky. <laughs> I think she just really wanted a vacuum. Oh, my God. I, oh, I, when you said ring, I'm like, well, where is he going to put it? Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Wait, no, I don't I was get thinking it. like a ring. Like an you said instead of a ring, he got her a shop vac, and I'm like, well, how's she gonna wear oh, a shop no. vac? I'm just like, what? What kind no. of freaky shit is that? We'll cut that out. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, we can't. What even is this? Oh my god, it's all bullshit. Ugh. This is this is for the. Internet. That was a good conversation, though. It really was, actually. I think we should put that. That that I somewhere. that I definitely want. I gotta get going soon. Yeah, we're just only because my girlfriend's it's leaving five. tomorrow. Holy shit, yeah. we can just chill. So we'll see you next time. Yeah. You've been listening to an N-Stars podcast production.